Hey everyone, welcome to A Flutter, a podcast that explores the joys and challenges of the love lives of those pursuing a medical career. I'm your host, Anna Kulawick, and let's get started. So with us today, we have the amazing, incredible Jamie, one of our classmates. Jamie is also in my anatomy lab and my pathology lab with Danielle. So we have spent so much time together and I'm so grateful for that because Jamie is a ray of sunshine, just an absolutely beautiful person. So thank you, Jamie, for joining me today. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me on the show. I'm so excited. I love listening to your interview with Danielle and I love our little anatomy group, so I'm very excited to be on. Awesome. Well, thank you. So, Jamie, can you (laughs) share a little bit about your relationship status or history? Like, what's going on in your love life? Um, It's a very quick answer. There is. I'm I'm single. I'm not dating anyone currently. I guess I'm, like, kind of talking to this one guy, but, like, not really. But that is where I'm at Mm -hmm. at the moment. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Jamie. (laughs) So tell me a little bit more about this talking to one guy. Like, what does that (laughs) look like? What does that mean? mean? Honestly, I don't really know either. So this was my own fault that I decided to go on like a first date during my last week in Durham because Hmm. I wasn't like, I decided a couple like let's say like a month ago, I was like, you know, I'm going to go like off the dating apps. I'm sick of it, which was like true. Mm -hmm. But then I was talking to one of my other, like someone else in our class and they're like, oh, you know, they went on a good date recently. Like they kind of liked them. I'm like, wow, I'm inspired. You Mm -hmm. had a good date and you like this person, at least like, like hanging out with them. Maybe I too can find someone that I enjoy spending time with. So I went right back on the dating apps (laughs) and I like matched with this one guy. He seemed nice. And we went out for we went to the golf range together because like I played golf growing up and like he wanted to learn and he was like, yeah, like, please teach me. I was like, you know what? Bet let's do it. And I thought it'd be like a good way to see his like personality too. Like how does a person take instruction? I think can like reveal a lot about their character. Mm -hmm. Um, And it actually went very well. He was very like open to all of my advice. He never at one point was like, Oh, well, like I think like I should be doing this. He was like, Oh my God, like that's such good advice. That's so helpful. I'm like, wow. Okay. He's like, like, I don't know, like humble and willing to listen to what I have to say and like take it seriously instead of just like yeah. kind of blowing me up, which I like very much appreciated. And then I was like, you know, okay, let's go on a second date. And so I went on our second date during mm-hmm. like our week of studying for the MBME final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bold and move, I, good for you. <laughs> bold move. And I told him previously, oh, like I'm going home this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he knew that I was like going to be gone for the summer. But then as we were leaving the date, he was like, okay, yeah, let's get together next week. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I said I was going home. He was like, yeah, for the weekend. I was like, no, for like the month. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 4th of July weekend. So like it made sense in his brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long weekend. I was like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I'll be gone for like the month of July. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay. I was like, but we can hang out when I get back. <laughs> and so we've been like texting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's what promising. it means. Like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I like the sound of these first couple of dates, though, especially your first date. I think 
um doing an activity is sometimes good because sometimes just like staring at someone like a complete stranger for several hours explaining your life story that's a lot of pressure for a first date so i feel like it's understandable when first dates are really awkward because you're like who is this person this is weird this is awkward i'm like fake laughing the entire time but i like the doing an activity you have something to talk about let's like (laughs) i must teach you golf like there's an objective Mm-hmm. as well as getting to know each other more and it sounds like he responded really well to all of that he so did. good signs <laughs> yeah he was nice and I think you're right like I think doing activity is nice because if it's like going for coffee or like for a drink that's like fine but there's mm-hmm. not much to fill I think the silences whereas yeah. like we're like hitting golf balls on the range like it's okay to be quiet at times and just kind of like yeah. focus on each of us doing our thing and then like talk to each other when we want to because mm-hmm. I've gone on like first dates where we like one guy went to a bar with and we ended up talking for like three hours so that was like a very good first date and I enjoyed that Mm -hmm. one but there was another one where I got coffee with a guy and it lasted for like maybe an hour a little bit longer than that Mm -hmm. and I could feel like you mentioned like the fake laughing coming out and I was like yeah I need to like kind of get out I'm sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it can very much vary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well good so when you're talking to him like what, what, how, what are your conversations like, if you don't mind sharing, um, just because you, you know, you have only gone on a couple of dates. So how do you sustain this conversation for what could be a month? (laughs) So at least like in our in-person conversations. So when we were like hitting golf balls, it really was just like trying to get to know each other. Like, Oh, like, where are you from? Like, where'd you go to college? Um, like, what do you like to do in your free time? It was very much like basic standard info, Mm -hmm. but then we went out for drinks we actually got to know each other, I think, a little bit deeper. Turns out mm-hmm. he's a huge nerd, which is great because I'm okay. a big nerd too. <laughs> great, perfect. And so we talked a lot about like our favorite books, um, mm-hmm. which is a topic that I usually really enjoy. Like in our first date, I had mentioned that I've been reading um, A Court of Thorn and Roses. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, you should read it. It's a fantastic story about mad, not even magic, I guess, but like destiny and love. <laughs> There's some like fey elf stuff going on. It's great. There are some mystical elements involved. Immortality, Mm. resurrection. Love it all. (laughs) Anyways, I had mentioned that in our first date. Yeah. And then in our second date, he like remembered, he like asked me more about it. He's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, earlier you mentioned that you like reading these books. Are there anything else that you like to read? And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you for remembering. I do like to read other things too. And so we like talked about that, talked about like TV shows we like. Um, places we've been to and traveled to so it was a good mm-hmm. conversation okay that's great mm-hmm. yeah and now like just texting kind of just like i'm like oh like what are you up to today he was like oh i went shopping with like my parents he mm-hmm. recently moved to durham so he's just like mm-hmm. trying to get a lay of the land i think he sent me yeah. like the clothes that he bought pretty cute clothes i was like oh that's nice like this is what i bought from amazon the other day so <laughs> cute <laughs> it's not the most like saucy conversation but he's like a nice guy and yeah i would We'll see if we see each other when I get back. Because that's like in three weeks. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's a while. You know, who knows what could change. But yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for you. This sounds like it has potential. Thank you. My parents are also very excited for me. I think they're always entertained when I talk to a boy. So happy to provide <laughs> that content for them. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Before I started dating Dylan, it was always like, so Anna, who are you dating now? Or like, did you go on a date? And I'll be like, actually, yep. I didn't because I was <laughs> like, uh-huh. thanks for your inquiry. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think like my parents, I like started like going on dating apps during my gap year. I hadn't done it at all during mm-hmm. undergrad. 
And mm-hmm. so it, for them, I like really didn't date at all during undergrad either. And so yeah. it was, I think, very fun for them to see me like, go out on these first dates and like try to meet people because it was very much out of my wheelhouse and something mm-hmm. that I would, had not done before. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Wait, I have several questions about yeah. that. So we'll start with um, okay, so you just mentioned that you didn't date much during undergrad. Was oh, that mm-hmm. an intentional thing? Were you just like, because, you know, it's we're so busy during undergrad, especially yeah. being pre-med, like for so many people, there's simply just not the time. So like, mm-hmm. was that the case for you? Or did you have other reasons? Yeah, it was not intentional. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so like my freshman year, I guess it was intentional because I was like, you know what, I'm like, a freshman in college, I really want to try to make really good friends, like make memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, I guess, the energy I was giving out. But yeah. then I guess I continue to give out that energy with <laughs> <laughs> my years of undergrad. But also, like, there was this guy I ended up really liking. And mm-hmm. I was, like, pining over him for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. And then I thought he was also, like, of course, like, my one of my closest guy friends. Oh, what a oh, mess. Tough. tough. And when I finally made a move, I thought he liked me back. Mm. he did not and so I was like really sad about that for honestly like a year so my whole entire yeah. like the sophomore year I was pining after him and then junior year I was sad mm. and finally like starting like my senior year I was like okay like maybe but then like of course this year ended quickly because like by spring oh, break right. we were like, sent home yeah and so yeah just like never the dating really never happened for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. well that's totally understandable um yeah how that happened so then then when you started on the dating apps like what was your initial launch into like (laughs) (laughs) my first foray into dating. um I started going on them yeah during my gap year in California because I didn't know anyone I had like Mm. recently moved to the Bay Area to work and I had like no friends in the area no family I was really just like there by myself I was like and also during the pandemic, I was like, it's hard to kind of just like meet people organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'll try these dating apps, see what happens. And so that's really like why I started going on dates was just first of all, to get to know the Bay Area, because I'm sure like these guys can take me out to different places. Mm-hmm. Um, they can tell me like fun places they like to eat, things they like to do. And then also just to like make connections with people. So I wouldn't yeah. be all by my lonesome. Mm-hmm. luckily I did make really great friends at my job that I'm like still very good friends with today so I actually was like fine in terms of community but when I first mm-hmm. got there I really like tried to make I don't know the new relationships I guess yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense and I feel like mm-hmm. I've heard that about other people too and that's one of the nice things about dating apps mm-hmm. is that it doesn't just have to be for like romantic relationships I've heard yeah. you know people are just like looking for friends um that's awesome exactly. so then how has, or is, if it has, has your approach to online dating changed as mm-hmm. you've moved into medical school? I think it definitely has because when I was in my gap year, I wasn't looking for anything serious because I knew I was going to be leaving within a year yeah. and all my family's on the East Coast. So I, I was highly doubting that I would end up going to med school on the West Coast, especially because a lot of the West Coast schools really cater to like people from that area, of course. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. you know what, chances are chances are I will not get accepted into any West Coast schools. So I will be moving back home or at least Mm -hmm. to the East Coast. So I'm not looking for anything serious. So I kind of was just, again, like looking for friends, looking for people just like do things with. Whereas Mm -hmm. like now when I'm on the dating apps here, I'm like pretty serious. I would say actually by like, usually on the third date, I say like, I'm looking for something serious. Like, what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. 
well, that makes so much sense. And, you know, like being so busy, you don't necessarily have time to just spend on lots of people. If you, yeah. if you are looking for that serious thing, you're like, I have mm-hmm. limited amount of time and energy and like resources. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just devote it to something that I see actually going further. That's what I figure too. And I don't know if this, <laughs> this is like good or bad advice, but like this influencer that I like, she, <laughs> she says often that like, again, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what she says. She was mm-hmm. like, oftentimes guys kind of like know f- at least pretty quickly whether or mm-hmm. not they actually see a future with someone. Yeah. So there's no use in just like kind of waiting around to see what 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 they'll think, like, oh, what they think the future is. Like apparently they know pretty quickly according mm-hmm. to this influencer. So <laughs> I will let them know what I want. And so when yeah. if they like dilly dally on their answer, I figure, you know what, they're not that into me or like we're not mm-hmm. looking for the same thing. That's fine. Like, and then I can move on. Yeah. No dilly-dallying. That's great. And if there's any guys listening to this and you have any input, let me know. I'd love to interview you here. Yeah. The perspective as well. Or email me. Oh my gosh. I realized I haven't been (laughs) plugging this. I created an email for this podcast. I'll put it in the description. It's aflutterpod at gmail.com. So if anyone has- Email Anna. Email me, please. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I think that makes sense. I'm like, I don't know the I you know when before I started dating Dylan I was dating in college some Mm -hmm. and yeah I could definitely tell or like even before the first date if I knew Mm -hmm. the person ahead of time Mm -hmm. I'd say like you know I this probably won't be a thing but like might as well get a meal get some ice cream have a lovely chat with this person and then figure it out later Mm -hmm. I think it's a good point. Too. I don't think I approach each date with like, oh my God, like this is the person I'll like end up being with. I really try to like approach it as if like, oh, let's just try to get to know this person. Like you mentioned, like have a meal, have a mm-hmm. good conversation. Yeah. And then like, at least by the third date though, I'm like, what's the deal? Yeah. Like, where is this going? Yeah. Um, and something I've heard from another podcast that I listen to kind of influence as long as we're mentioning <laughs> them is like when dating a person, if the this person that I'm dating, yeah, me spending time with them has to be better than me spending time alone. Like, cause I enjoy my alone time, you know? Yeah. So, and I, or I enjoy hanging out with friends. Um, and like, that's all great. So in order for me to want to continue spending time with this like random stranger where it could potentially be a really deep relationship, like I need to want to spend time with you more than I want to spend time alone, like in order to make it worth it. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much. Did you feel that way kind of quickly with Dylan or was that like, how did you guys start dating actually? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So Dylan and I, we actually knew each other for a while before we started dating. We, we mm-hmm. technically met like one of the first days of college during one of those like orientation events. We were, it was a volunteering <laughs> thing for like planting a garden at a local elementary school, which if you that- know Dylan, that's like the most Dylan thing ever. Cause he's, you know, so sweet, loves the environment. Mm-hmm all of that so cute but we were both in other relationships at the time and oh. didn't see each other again rest of the year yeah. sophomore year mm-hmm. we realized we were both chemistry tutors for the same chemistry tutoring program mm-hmm. and then we we're just like friendly co-workers you know mm-hmm. and then junior year that winter we were co-tutoring a session so like two tutors to one mm-hmm. session and this session was often at like 
8 p.m. in the basement of the science library, like dark room. Not a lot of students came during that time. So it was just Dylan and I just like chatting. And I was like, oh, this kid's really sweet and really nice. And I feel really comfortable around him. And then, yeah, then we went on a few dates. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this kid is a, this kid, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) This rando over here. Man, and actually, yeah, by it was around the third date, mm-hmm. we had this conversation. We didn't like define the relationship, it was like, yeah. I'm your girlfriend now, not that quite that, but it was kind of like, What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, I think you're so great, I would love to be romantically involved with you, but if you don't want that, can we still be friends? Because I think you're so great, and it was very much like, I prefer spending time with you, or mm-hmm. I really enjoy spending time with you more than I do just like spending. A Saturday alone or like with friends yeah. so it was like I want you in my life in some capacity because I think you're so great mm-hmm. what what does that look like for you and obviously he said one thing so now we're still dating <laughs> <laughs> wait what is like this is such a beautiful slow burn romance <laughs> this is so the fact that y'all met each other so early on in college but we're dating other people but then yeah. you know fate brought mm-hmm. you guys back together it, it did you know, I, I swear that like winter break junior year, I was doing yeah. a BuzzFeed quiz, which <laughs> are silly. And BuzzFeed told me that I would start a relationship with someone from my past. And yeah. I was like, oh, am, am I going to date someone I went to high school with? I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean by past? <laughs> but no, it's someone I met my freshman year. Oh, Here so we are. Look at you yeah. guys. Yeah, so that's why I've never been on the apps either, because. Yeah. He and I started dating like in mm. junior year, so that's why I'm so that's... curious about what other people's experiences are like on them. <laughs> I think I'll be honest, like I have had relatively like positive. I don't know if they're positive; they're entertaining at least sometimes. Yeah, but it obviously like I'm not in a relationship now, so none of them have like panned out super successfully. But I mm-hmm. think I've learned a lot about like myself and the things that I'm looking for in the future, yeah. which is important for me at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you're looking at someone's profile, what are yeah. you looking for? Like, how are you assessing people? I think first, I, I'm i trying to figure out what vibe they're trying to give off through their profile. Mm-hmm. It's not just like the pictures themselves. Like, what are you trying to convey about yourself through these photos? I really mm-hmm. don't like it when guys are like, their first photo was like clearly like a super like high def like res photo where they're (laughs) posing or it just looks kind of fake you know because it just seems very like what's the word um it's like (laughs) curated oh okay yeah yeah and and I don't know that kind of like turns me off when they're like trying to like smize or like Mm -hmm. you know be like a model I'm like ah I don't know if we'll we will get along and then I also like the prompt like seem funny like we get along and I really like that too Mm-hmm. And also, okay. if there's like only group photos, then that's really sucky because I literally can't tell which one the person is. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are you? <laughs> literally, which one? Who are, who are you? I'll try to see if they do have a group photo of some sort. Cause I'm like, oh, important to have friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah, friendships good. Friendships, <laughs> but good. also, who are you? Literally, who are you? Um, and I think I really love a good smile. I mm-hmm. love people with nice smiles, so yeah. I also look for that too. Mm-hmm just a wholesome smile that's great how do you or are you able to try to suss out who you think might be more serious because I know Danielle said 
her current boyfriend was literally wearing a suit in a photo. And I was like, I guess that conveys seriousness. (laughs) So, Jamie, how do you suss out if someone is serious or not? Some people say on their profiles, looking for a relationship. Or they say, looking for casual. Mm, Or they say, mm -hmm. I don't know. So the Mm -hmm. I don't know and the something casual are out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they're looking for relationships. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Like, we might be okay. on the same page here. Yeah. And then the people you've dated who've said that they're looking for a relationship, have you found mm-hmm. that to be true in your interactions with them? Do they seem like they're serious daters when they, you meet them for the first time? So that is a new thing I've been looking for because of what has happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learning from past lessons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. share what you know, an example past lesson might be like? Yeah, I think that like, I dated a guy, like I went on a couple of dates with this guy. And I like I did like him, I enjoyed spending time with him, as you mentioned. And then mm-hmm. when I asked him, like, hey, like, what are we? Mm-hmm. He said, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, and then yeah. we like talked a little bit more. And I felt like we probably like should not. I don't know how he felt about me, basically. But it seemed like he was in a headspace where he like, wasn't ready to date. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer because like, I, I think there could have been maybe some sort of future mm-hmm. there. I don't know. And so I think after that experience, and I think on his profile, it said like either nothing regarding like what he's looking for in a relationship or maybe like, I don't know yet. So mm-hmm. I, was like, you know, I think it'd be good for me then to just like try to focus on individuals who know what they want out of yeah. a conversation from Bumble or from Hinge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you, you know what you want. So- Again, it's like back to like, don't waste my time type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like as you mentioned, I really love spending time like by myself with like my friends. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to just like, again, waste time on someone who may not be serious about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. Are you looking for someone who's in medicine or in a field related to yours? Or can it be like, are you open to people working in literally whatever? I'm open to literally whatever. I think mm-hmm. I just, I like learning about different things. So if you're in a different like field than me, that sounds great. Like I would love to know about like more, like learn more about tech or like law or literally anything. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be with someone who isn't in medicine. I think it is nice though. Like if they are in healthcare, they kind of understand the time intensity mm-hmm. that like is involved with that. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't, that's definitely not a necessity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And just being open, you know, who knows where the love of your life could be waiting. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's good to have like varied interests. So your conversations don't have to like revolve around this one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your life. And how are you thinking about dating mm-hmm. next year for rotations? Like, have you thought oh about my God. That? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's a will, if there's a will, there's a way. It'll work when you want it to. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I start up on surgery, so I am a little bit concerned about. I don't think I'll be dating honestly from like what September to October. I think that would be really tough. But mm-hmm. I agree. Like, if there's a will, there's a way. I don't know if I've ever like told you this, but like my sister and her now husband mm-hmm. started dating like transcontinent. Like she was in New York and he was in San Diego. when they started like they met while they were both living there and they would travel to each other like once or twice a month oh my gosh to see each other and so basically after seeing that I'm like really like if you want to do it like you will do it 
Yeah. Yeah. Now they're married. Perfect. There you go. You can do anything you set your mind to. <laughs> Truly. So that yeah. very much like encouraged me, I think, to like look, continue looking for someone that I like really see a future with. Yeah. Because seeing the way like my sister and like my brother-in-law like treat each other, I don't know. It just like makes my heart very full and like Aww. makes me so happy that like, she has found someone, I think very much like her equal. Yeah. Which like I didn't see all the time in like her past relationships. So again, just holding out for something very special. That's so sweet. You never know where to find them. Like you might be living in like, I might be in Durham, but maybe I'll meet someone who knows where. Like my sister was living yeah. in New York for like three years and then she visited mm -hmm. her friend in San Diego. And oh the gosh. friend was like, hey, like, this is my friend, Paul. Mm -hmm. Maybe you guys could, like, get along. Mm -hmm. They did. Aww. Love a setup. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Would you be – speaking of setups, would you enjoy a setup? Not – I mean, the only people I know in Durham are in our class. <laughs> <laughs> but theoretically, for people who might have a wider mm -hmm. social net, setups, yeah. what are your thoughts on them? I love a setup. I have mm -hmm. told all of my friends, I'm waiting for them to set me up with people. But yeah. the problem is we all know the same people. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to be set up, especially like coming right coming right out of college. Like I asked all my college friends and they're like, you know the guys that I know. You don't yeah. want to date them. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to be set up. I think it's so cute. Mm -hmm. And it's special because it's like someone who knows you like at least somewhat well, like mm -hmm. knows who you are and like your good and your bad qualities. And they're like, mm -hmm. hey, like maybe you could like be compatible with this other person who I know other things about. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and then they can vouch for them. And mm -hmm. then it, I feel like it also creates a safety net of ensuring that the yes. other person, this person you're being set up with, neither of you act like silly people. Like you don't do anything mean to each other because you have this common friend who can report back and you don't want to look bad to your friend, you know? I completely agree. You cannot ghost the mutual friend. <laughs> like that's just so rude. And then your friend's going to be like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And yes, I think there is like a level of accountability that I find very appealing. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled in case I happen to meet people outside of our medical school. Yeah. You know what? Like I can go to Oregon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like your sister, like transcontinental, you know, I'll start hitting up some of my college friends. I'm like, hey, are you yeah. still single? <laughs> <laughs> are you interested? Yes. Yeah. Are you interested? Great girl, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so do you think that being in medical school has really, I don't know, like, how, how do I say this? Like, fast-tracked the way you want to date? Or, I know we've talked about, like, you're looking for something serious, but what does serious mean for you in medical school? Like, is this someone, like, in it to win it? Or is it just, like, a serious relationship for the time being? Like, how far forward, how far ahead are you planning? Mm -hmm. I think for me, it doesn't have to be like in it for the super, super long haul, but I think it has to be someone who is willing to like put in time and effort. And for me, it means like being willing to like, you know, like beat my family. Like I would like to meet yeah. yours, like kind of become incorporated into each other's lives and mm -hmm. like be like a real partner rather yeah. than just like, oh, this like guy I hang out with sometimes who will mm -hmm. like. Like buy me dinners sometimes you know like i want it to be something much deeper than that yeah I guess no what, that makes sense for me that's what it means to be serious if it like ends up extending like far like that's fantastic but i think that is like a lot of pressure to put on like a relationship when it first starts yeah but at least like going in with the intention of 
like actually like seeing where it goes rather than having like one foot out the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. And there's, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like there's a difference between, or like when we say serious about mm-hmm. a relationship, that can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, that's awesome. Some people are afraid that like, oh, serious means you want to get married in five years. Yeah. Not necessarily. Serious can also just mean like we're like, it's a partnership. We're committed in this relationship and like who knows yeah. where it'll go in mm-hmm. X number of years. But for the time being, it's like I'm very like committed to you and like I'm in this relationship. I'm like, yeah. I want it to succeed. I love spending time with you. Like all of that stuff. Um, while you can still have like a more like fuzzy future far ahead. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it's still a really positive, like constructive thing in your life. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> you get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Um, you know, and something that I was actually talking with Kathleen about. So as Jamie and I were having this interview, I interviewed Kathleen a couple days ago. So you folks listening will have heard Kathleen talk already. Um, (laughs) but something that she said that I really liked when thinking about, like, how do you spend quality time with your partner Mm -hmm. while you're so busy is that Mm -hmm. her and her fiance are going to try to combine things that they have to do anyways, like exercising. Mm -hmm. So um her and her fiance both like playing tennis so she's anticipating that during rotations because i think she also said she starts on surgery so you guys can be buddies um but you you know like because you work so many days during surgery on your off day you'll probably want to exercise some way Mm -hmm. so they'll play tennis together and that way it's still both like quality time and physical time or Mm -hmm. like cook a meal together um and then it becomes meal prepping yeah yeah you need to eat you need to eat regardless and it's convenient like meal prepping it's cheaper easier on a busy day so just a way to combine those activities so you still get the quality time and you can still like date someone but it can say rather than hey let's get this dinner out why don't we make dinner and help me make a lot of it because I need this to last the week <laughs> wait that's such a good idea yeah yeah and you I mean, live in this great house now Jamie you should totally <laughs> do it <laughs> I do love the new house I'm so excited to be in it but yes we have this cute little kitchen on island oh my gosh need to take advantage of it yeah there you go perfect situation oh that's i like meal prepping as like a date idea mm-hmm. okay that's good well i'm glad i could help provide that Thank for you, you. <laughs> with this little sneak peek of kathleen's interview too yeah okay here's another thing i've been wondering yeah. so If you're listening and you go to another medical school, first of all, thank you for listening. But second of all, I don't know what it's like at your school. But at Mm. our school, so many people came in to med school booed up. I know. Oh, so many. So many Mm -hmm. people. And also our distribution in our class is like very heavily Mm -hmm. female. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a guy, um, Mm. your options are a little limited already if you're looking within the class. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so many people were already in relationships that it's hard to find like a partner in the class. So has being around so many people in relationships influenced your approach to dating at all, or at least your thoughts about being in a relationship? I think it has. I think it's really sweet to see like my friends with their significant others. Like it makes me so happy. And I'm like, wow, like I would love to like have that sort of relationship in my life too like of course like I feel like I'm very happy with the life that I live and I think Mm -hmm. another relationship like that would only like enhance it yeah um like for example (laughs) when we were moving into the new house my other Mm -hmm. roommates all had like someone to help them move 
whether it was like like one of them like their dad came in but for the other two like their significant others helped out mm-hmm. and like unfortunately like my parents couldn't make it that weekend because like they were out of town and so mm-hmm. I was like kind of like <laughs> moving in like my stuff into my house by myself and like building a desk by myself and oh, as I was yeah. building the desk by myself truly like in that moment I was like wow I would love to have a significant other <laughs> help me build this desk <laughs> eventually I just like called my roommate Emily I was like Emily, are you busy? <laughs> the desk ended up being fine, but yeah, out of those moments, I was like, I would love to be able to like share life with someone in this way. Mm-hmm. And so I think seeing them, like, yeah, has encouraged me to like put myself out there. Because in undergrad, I think again, like, none of my friends were in relationships, so it was very yeah. easy for me not to like care about that. Because I'm like, oh, like none of my friends are in like are mm-hmm. dating. Like, ah, it's like fine. Um, mm-hmm. But now, like, I'm getting into a point where, like, a lot of them are dating in, like, very serious relationships, which is fantastic to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Like, seeing how you guys have been so positively impacted by, like, a romantic relationship, like, I would like to see what I am like in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I totally get what you're saying, too. Like, in college, I feel like I was one of the few people in my friend group who was in a relationship. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's weird. Like, I'm the one. one person and then I come to med school and like everyone is or not everyone obviously but like so many people in these very serious relationships I was like what is going on like is there something in like the pre-med water like what apparently I didn't drink that water yeah (laughs) you were drinking something else (laughs) yeah I I was actually very surprised coming into med school how many people as you mentioned like yeah we're booed up Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah it's cute it's especially cute when you know if your classmate has children and you're like oh babies oh my god i love it um or they're married already are are engaged and i love like seeing people who are like planning their weddings like Mm -hmm. oh it's so cute and exciting yeah many good things to come Mm -hmm. exciting exciting for them exciting to be a witness to it literally Um, yes yeah but i I do feel like seeing people who are my age start planning mm-hmm. weddings already or start like very seriously thinking about when in the next five mm-hmm. years they want to have kids it's definitely made me start thinking about those future events yeah so much more seriously <laughs> like it was maybe a couple months ago I would just like start chatting to my parents about like weddings I was like oh my gosh like you know our extended family's so large yeah. like is this gonna be a huge wedding someday <laughs> and my parents turn to each other and they're like is she engaged like <laughs> like, why I was like, I swear, I swear I am not. Like, there's no plans for this in the about? future. But I'm thinking about it so much more just because I'm surrounded by it more than I mm-hmm. ever have been. Yeah, I think that's so true. Yeah, even like TBL, someone is engaged and like just talking to him about his wedding plans. I'm like, wow, like those are things I never would have considered. Like these di- like mm-hmm. little different like wedding planning details, especially with like the family planning. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It is tough family planning I'm like wow I need to start thinking about that maybe (laughs) I I was explaining to someone oh my sister she was born when my mom was 35 and then I mentioned how technically that's a geriatric pregnancy true (laughs) um and then I was telling my family about that one graph we saw about like eggs and you know a 20 year old's eggs look like beautiful and perfect and then like a 40 year old's eggs look 
wild. They just don't look like they're doing well. No, 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 no. <laughs> and just like how much fear that struck into so many of our hearts when we had that lecture. And they showed us that graph again, like several months later. And it's like, like we just want to like, emphasize this. Like, yeah, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that was scary to see. I remember, like, after that lecture, I Googled how expensive it would be to, like, harvest my eggs and then to, like, keep them in, like, the egg bank. I don't know what the proper terminology, um, like, how, like, how much rent is, essentially, for the eggs. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I didn't even think about that. You have to, like, rent space. You have to rent space. To exist outside yeah. of your body. Mm-hmm. You can't just put them in the freezer at home. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like, Wild. Wild. It is wild. It is wild. And with, you know, all the science we have, it's still such a process. It's, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's a long ways off for both of us, I suspect. So, true. true, true. <laughs> yeah. In the interim, we'll just think about dating app profiles and. <laughs> yeah. Step one, need to step just one. date someone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but even that is hard. You know, every step of it can be really hard, but hopefully. You know, all the hard things in life, or all the good things in life, take work, I like to think. So, yeah. I mean, if it's worth it, then it's worth it. And it makes the sacrifices sweeter, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying trying to justify our lifestyles. I think that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I do that all the time. I, like, try to be encouraging to other people, but really, in my own head, I'm trying to, like, justify why I do things and, like, why I live my life the way I do. Truly, I've been told that I can be an enabler, and I think it's because I'm just like, you go for it, and then I feel more okay if I go for it. Like, we'll just all just keep doing these things, and it'll be fine. (laughs) We'll keep doing the things that we want to do, and hopefully our friends will support us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, like, am I supportive, or am I enabling? Like, which is It can be both. It's not not an either or, it's a both and. Okay, thank you. Thank you, see? My English teacher always told me. Mm Mm-hmm great teacher <laughs> I agree. okay jamie we are nearing the end of our mm-hmm. segment so we're going to now play the activity it's not i don't know why i call it an activity it's just the differential diagnosis if anyone has mm-hmm. a game like that they're thinking of let me know email a flutterpod at gmail.com <laughs> if you have other ideas but the one i thought of differential mm-hmm. diagnosis mm-hmm. what are like two or three key takeaways that you've had from mm-hmm. your dating experiences thus far that you'd like to share with others man sorry i'm just like thinking hmm. no you're good take your time i think something important that like i've had to learn about myself is to remember that i also have a lot to offer Mm-hmm. I think at times in the past, I have like, I don't know, like struggled with self-esteem. And so it's been like hard to date. Whereas like now I feel like more confident in myself. And therefore, I think that's like also one of the reasons why I'm like putting myself out there more because I'm like, you know, what, like I do have like a lot to offer someone in a relationship and like I shouldn't be afraid to show people who I am mm-hmm. in a way. So I think that was an important like growth point for me is like recognizing who I am and my worth Mm -hmm. and so like yeah so that's one of them and I think another thing also is to know hmm, like know your values yeah and understand the things that you care about like 
there was this one guy I was like dating for a while and he was nice and like really easy to talk to. I like spending time with him. We had many similar interests, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we had like drastically different political views and that was not something I could like reconcile Yeah, because I know there are people out there who have very different political views from me, obviously. And, like they can like even date people who have very different political views from them. But I think mm-hmm. me personally, I realized that that's like something very hard for me to compromise on. Yeah. And like, I don't have to, if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And when I was like talking to people at first, about like me like not seeing this guy anymore because of like us having different political views they're like oh like maybe you shouldn't have been so picky I'm like no like this is something that is important to me and Mm -hmm. I know at the end of the day if like we disagree on like these basic issues then we have clearly some sort of like differing values even though we may have like surface level it may seem like we have like some similar values but like clearly deep down Mm -hmm. there is like some sort of like difference there yeah yeah. Oh, th- those are such great pieces of advice or takeaways. I love both of those so much. And you know, like that, like it's easy to get along with so many yeah. people. And like, Jamie, yes. you're so friendly and nice and positive. I feel like you Me could too. have a great first date with literally anyone, but it's those like deeper things, those values, yeah. like what do you want in life? How do you think of the world that yeah. it's, it's harder to just casually get along with that if someone... Yes. If their their views or their values oppose your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and yeah, you're such an amazing person. So like I'm so glad that you are realizing the value of your worth because you are so incredible. Like you've made this first year of med school so much so beautiful, so amazing. Stop. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, you too, Anna. Like I've loved just like getting to know you and spending oh. so much time. It's always been like a joy. We mentioned like how you want to spend time with people like I want to spend time with you like I always enjoy like going to path lab having anatomy it was always something to look forward to I know I'm going to miss our anatomy group and our pathology group we did and I think we saw each other like grow a lot over the year (laughs) we really did (laughs) like from like first anatomy lab being like so I think like I personally was very scared and like a bit hesitant Mm -hmm. and by the end we were doing some crazy things with dr z and oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh wait i had a throwback to anatomy lab the other day Mm -hmm. i went to the dentist and they did this like laser thing along my gums the dentist dentist, to like prevent bacterial overgrowth and gum health i don't know dentistry the mouth we learned nothing about that i don't even know how many teeth i have like (laughs) unfortunately i also do not know But anyways, as she was doing that, the dentist, I started smelling, you know, when you like, if, I guess like warning to viewers, I'm about to describe some anatomy things. Um, So positive. Truly big warning. (laughs) Big warning. But you know, when we were like sawing through the skull and how it it was like all dusty and it smelled gross and I thought it smelled like uh, cool ranch Doritos. (laughs) I got that in my mouth as she was using the laser i was like no no now it's like literally just smelling it it is meat like i am the cool ranch dorito and then because the flavor was in my mouth i realized it's not just cool ranch dorito it's a cool ranch dorito chip that then had all the cool ranch seasoning wiped away but the chip itself is still imbued with the cool ranch flavor if that makes sense. <laughs> so that is what was so in my mouth. <laughs> laser thing. Have you even like had a chip like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you know what that tastes like? I'm just imagining. 
because okay, it okay. wasn't as like fun and like spicy and salty as an actual cool ranch dorito chip it was just like a little less but it was it was still like there. the lacroix equivalent yes of a cool yes ranch dorito chip exactly <laughs> i'm so it. sorry for you had to experience that like that's a very intense moment when you're like it, i and the cool ranch dorito and it was a very vulnerable moment. You know, I'm laying Your there. Your mouth is open. My mouth is wide open. Yeah. I'm wearing these sunglasses so my <laughs> eyes don't hurt from the bright lights. And I'm like, ah, cool ranch Dorito. That's crazy. Did you tell your dentist, you're like, hey, this reminded me of when I was in the anatomy lab. <laughs> no, but as, I, as soon as I got home, I was like, I need to eat something to get yeah. this flavor out of my mouth. Well, I hope your yeah. teeth are all clean now. Yeah, I think they're all better. They're all, they're all good now. Thankfully, that flavor is gone as well. Never have to experience Yay. it again. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but it is like so funny to me that we don't learn anything about teeth. We don't. I mean, I guess dental school is four years, which yeah. is as long as we spend learning about the entire rest of the body. So there must be a lot of content there. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and they're just like, unless you want to spend eight years in medical school also learning about the mouth, got your losses. Well, thank you, listeners, for hearing our remarks about teeth, dentistry. How much, how little we know about teeth. Yeah, I don't think our school even has a school of dentistry. No, I think UNC is the closest one. Okay, yeah. Who doesn't? So so we're very, very far away from any sort of dentistry people in our lives. correct. Yeah, okay. Well... (laughs) thank you so much jamie for being on i've loved having this conversation with you and i know we've talked about some of these things before mm-hmm. and you know throughout this entire year of knowing each other but i'm i'm very appreciative for you being willing to share your story and your truth with the listeners thank you so much for having me on i truly feel honored to be here and like i love your idea <laughs> of this podcast and i'm so excited to see what will happen in the future Great. i will be staying tuned i've liked and thank subscribed. you yes <laughs> Okay, thanks, Jamie. Bye. Bye.